And we begin NBC4 Midday with breaking news. WBNS 10TV meteorologist Mike Davis has been arrested for child pornography. He is facing a felony charge of pandering sexually oriented matter involving a minor. Law enforcement executed a search warrant at Davis's Upper Arlington home early this morning. He is scheduled to make his first court appearance tomorrow morning. According to his biography on 10TV's website, Davis has been a meteorologist at WBNS since 1987. We have reached out to 10TV management for comment and we are awaiting a response. We will continue to gather information and, of course, bring you updates on this story on air and online at NBC4i.com. Turning. The defendant's commission of these four murders over a 10-day period is one of the worst killing sprees in the history of this state. Skin them sometimes, uh, slit them, slit them all the way open. Uh. I'm here looking for the spirits of anybody that still remains. I have a device in my hand. If you would like to talk to it, please come forward. Tell me your story. Maybe I should have killed four or five hundred people, then I would have felt better. Then when I felt like I really offered society something. You are listening to Serial Spirits, the podcast. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another Serial Snippet. I am Annie Weebs, and I'm joined by my host again today. Brendan Shea. What's up, Annie? We're back for another snippet, aren't we? We're back for another snippet. This one I'm kind of entitling our weekly crime bulletin. And this one, gosh, the state of Ohio. Let me tell you, we've got a couple of stories coming out of your home state. Thank God. You're a by God West Virginian now because yeah. it is getting really ugly just north of us in Ohio. Yeah, Ohio's becoming, you know, it's always been spawned to a bunch of crazy people. I remember as a kid, there was one story where it went to national like news. It was like viral everywhere before YouTube and all that other stuff. But some guy in Lancaster, Ohio, looked like Ted Kaczynski, but he had ordered anthrax and it got sent right downtown lancaster ohio and we were all like my i remember my uncle calling me from new york like did you see that guy that, that guy from lancaster ohio he had anthrax where like, the hell do you order anthrax i guess he from? got it online i don't know but there was it he, whatever he ordered had traces of anthrax in it you so. can just amazon anthrax and they send it to lancaster before ohio you, before amazon this was like when you had to like get stuff i don't know on the dark web I don't know. I just remember that as a kid that he he ordered anthrax. And... Interesting. But the stories today do not involve anthrax. Shay, I'm going to let you go first because you've been seriously angry about this story all week. Yes. Yeah, so if anybody is from Columbus, Ohio area or in Ohio whatsoever, and you're listening to this, you may have heard about chief meteorologist Mike Davis from WBNS 10 TV. Well, he was arrested this past week on charges of child pornography. Now, we live in a country where we are innocent unto proven guilty. But I can honestly say that 
these charges don't just come out of nowhere. You know what I mean? They just don't all of a sudden be like, oh, he had child porn on his computer. They investigate this stuff and they look for it and they watch. And they have all these people, these agents that are monitoring all these website activities and his name kept appearing, his same IP address kept appearing, I guess. And uh, somebody had called in a tip and so they followed up on this tip a little closely and come to find out he was receiving and sending child pornography and he was arraigned uh, this past week and let out on bond and in his hearing and we might pull up a clip I don't know we'll see and in the hearing uh, the prosecutor talks about that he had explicit images of a preteen young girl uh, being involved in you know obviously something very inappropriate and it it angered me severely it angered me so much because for one this is somebody who's supposed to be a staple of the community this guy was the chief meteorologist he worked for wbns 10 tv for 32 years and he was on tv all the time going to all these events dealing with the public in the community and he was on that pedestal and he thought he could get away with this and obviously like i said innocent and too proven guilty but come on man like there's something to this whole thing and uh it just it angered me very very much and i know i speak for a lot of people who who watch this guy i mean we watched him all the time and me myself personally i'm an electrician and there was a, a to get on a tangent maybe just a little bit on my soapbox here. Um, I worked for a small mom and pop shop for a while, and when we were slow, my boss would loan a couple guys out to this other small mom and pop electrical company, and their main customer was WBNS 10 TV. So I'd worked there a few times, seen these people, interacted with these people, and it just makes you so angry that this kind of stuff goes on with these people who are in the spotlight all the time. and. Like I said, I speak for myself and I know a lot of other Central Ohio people who followed this guy for years and years and years and respected him. Everybody was in shock. So they arraigned him and uh, he was released on bond and we're probably not going to hear anything else about the story for a couple months because they have to do all the investigating and uh, bring everything to the grand jury. But the conditions of his parole or his bond were obviously he's not allowed to have any interaction with young children. Duh. They also said he has to turn in his passport. And the judge specifically said, yeah, you better get a flip phone because you're not allowed to have a smartphone. Like, well, So duh. you can't take explicit photos on a flip phone? You, yeah, you can still get on the internet on a flip yeah, phone. Yeah, college. So. We all beg to differ, yeah, right? Exactly. So. And they let him out on what, like $2,500 bond? $2,500. It was something ridiculous. Yeah, it I mean, it really sounds like he's getting some type of preferential treatment because of the position that he was in. All right. 2500 bucks, get out of here, go get yourself a flip phone and stay away from kids. Well, Seriously? But it's not just that either. It's just that the, the his attorney, too, and the whole the whole hearing was like, you know, he's been a part of this community for 30 years. He's never been arrested, never done anything. Yeah, that's because he's, he's hiding in the shadows. Yeah. He's hiding in the shadows. And one of the main things I showed you, we talked about the other day, was there's a picture of him still on his Facebook page, still to this day, even before he was arrested. He had this picture still up there. It's him and Jared Fogle from Subway 
all buddy buddy arm in arm wouldn't you think that if that guy if 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 you were that guy if it were me let's just say if it were me if i had a picture with me and jared fogel and then all of a sudden me and jared fogel or jared fogel got arrested for all the stuff that we know he got arrested for uh being a pedophile and everything else wouldn't you delete that picture wouldn't you be like oh man i need to get that picture off my social media no he still had it up there and to me that was kind of weird like is this like was he an idol Well, you see the oddities now because this is a guy that you're talking about who has a family. He has kids. He's married. Yeah. And he was obviously inserting himself into the community in these different ways. I mean, he was using his position of, I wouldn't call it power, but at the same time, yeah. His popularity. His popularity. His celebrity status. His celebrity status in Columbus, Ohio, the state of Ohio. And you, you are on this platform that people are watching you every single day. And you have a picture on your Facebook of a known pedophile. Convicted. Convicted Convicted pedophile. Pedophile. That's a weird situation to me, especially as a parent. Come on. And then that's that's the big thing, too. As a parent, you still have a picture of you. And you can't say, oh, I just forgot that picture is there. That's absolute BS. It's garbage. But I just wanted to bring that story out and just kind of like let people know you know, my thoughts on it because it did, it really angered me. It shocked me at first because it just came out of nowhere. It was like, holy crap. But as you know, you know, they investigate these things for a long time before they make arrests and, you know, there's something to it. They don't just drop charges on you. They don't just come up with these things and pull it out of their hiney. They watch you for a while. So yeah, there's probably more to the case than we really know right now. And that's the thing we don't know. You can't jump to all these conclusions there's not a mat in front of us with all these different conclusions that we can jump to, <laughs> but um, good reference. We will we will find out. I mean, like I said, it's going to take a few months for you know them to get the case together, and then we'll see. We'll see what the evidence presents, and I'm sure it's going to be a very high profile case. It's going to be televised because it's you know he was the chief meteorologist for WBNS for 32 years, so we'll see. We'll see what happens. But I know you got some stuff you want to talk about. Another creepy story from the state of Ohio. Ohio. I don't know what's going on with you guys. I live, Shay and I live in West Virginia, just right across the border from Ohio. We live on the Ohio River. And some of the stories that are coming out of there, you know, we wanted to do kind of a, just a true crime bulletin for this week. This one came up that was actually Before you go on, though, I just want to say something in reference to what you just said. Yes, yes, I was, you know, raised in Ohio. I came from Central Ohio, home of the Buckeyes. I now am in Huntington, West Virginia, home of the Marshall Thundering Herd. And uh, I just want to let everyone know that, yes, I am still Ohio State Buckeye fan. But go ahead, Annie. You can be a Buckeye fan. Just don't be a State of Ohio fan after some of the stuff that we're talking oh, about right uh, now. I still, I have family in Ohio, but, you know, working for Marshall and being a Buckeye is like, it, it, it's it kind of is hard sometimes. But, uh, you know, O-H-I-O. This article appeared in USA Today on September 5th, and it's called Trapped and Trafficked, Officials in Small Ohio Town Accused of Sex Trafficking Underage Girls, Former Portsmouth City Probation Officials Accused of Sexual Misconduct and Trafficking in Underage Girls, This, again, takes place in Portsmouth, Ohio. It was an escape Linda Mills had long sought from a life she said was filled with physical and sexual abuse. Instead, Mills says she was trafficked at age 15, sent to be a prostitute in Chicago by a member of local law enforcement. 
She said, quote, I trusted Phil Malone. I trusted him. Not once did I ever think he would steer me wrong. Mills is one of four women to accuse Malone or his brother, Mark Malone, of inappropriate sexual conduct or exchanging sexual favors for light treatment from the Portsmouth City Probation Department, where they both worked. Mills says she met Phil Malone while accompanying her mother as she cleaned houses. She said he used to give her gifts, including inexpensive jewelry and cards to play at the local bingo hall. She began posing nude for Phil Malone, who said he had lined up a modeling contract for her in Chicago. He put her on a bus with cash and said he paid for the ticket. Mills said that another man met her at the bus station, and within hours she was told she needed to have sex with him so, quote, he could see what he could sell. That was in the year 2000, and Linda Mills was 15 years old. Another woman, Kayla Atresish, said she started smoking pot at age 14 and then began using the painkiller OxyContin. When her friend Linda Mills said she had a way for her to make money, she went with her to Phil Malone's house. He said he was a dispatcher for the Scioto County Sheriff's Department at the time. And she said, quote, I've always been very modest in my body, but I was strung out on OxyContin. It first started out as just taking nude pictures, and then it became sexual. So this girl goes on to say that basically they pimped out all of them. They were sending them to Chicago saying that they had modeling contracts, but they were actually just taking nude photographs of these kids and nobody really knew what they were doing with them. They were also uh, swindling all this money from people. So they were pimping these kids out and these guys were city officials that were trusted. This article goes on to say that uh, Malone was at one time a Boy Scout leader. He had been fired from other law enforcement jobs in the city of Portsmouth. So here we are again. This is another example right here. You, you read this article, and it involves people in position of power. And we talk about Mike Davis being a celebrity. He had, you know, his, his ways to in and out of thing. And here's two guys who, who have positions of power. They're city officials. They're entrusted to keep your kids safe. And here we are. They're they're using, you know, their power to lure kids and tell kids and bribe kids to perform sexual favors, become pimps. And this is this is what's so messed up about society is that you can't trust anybody. And I remember it was a few months ago when I was on uh, your live show and we were talking about a couple of crime stories. And I said, you know, there's people talk about the paranormal and we talk about like you know, cryptids and hunting monsters and everything like that. All you got to do is walk out your front door if you want to see monsters because human beings are the real monsters because you can't trust anybody. I go to a movie theater. I go to walk with my daughter along the Ohio River and I see weird people walking by me and I get eerie and I get anxious because I don't trust that person walking down the street. Everybody scares me. And that's the reason why I don't do anything anymore because just there's, you, you walk out your front door and it's like you don't know what you're walking into every day people are scary you can't trust anybody if you look at all the national statistics too ohio is one of the top states in the united states for sex trafficking and people think you know sex trafficking as foreigners coming over and stealing your kids which it is part of it but obviously you see here local law enforcement you know, just regular Americans, homegrown terrorists here pimping out women, too. It just doesn't have to be somebody from another country. It can be anybody. 
And that's why it's so scary. And that's why I say at the end of every show, be aware and be safe because you have to. You have to look out for yourself, for your loved ones, because you don't know what's out there. So that's going to do it here for this serial snippet. Make sure you guys check out uh, our last episode where we talked about our adventures looking for the Ohio Grassman. It's available on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Paranormal Warehouse. Make sure you go to iTunes and please, please leave us a five-star review. Tell all your friends, share it. Make sure you check out Annie's uh, live show weekly on Tuesday nights at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Paranormal Warehouse. It's Weebs Live. And um, until next time, guys, stay creepy. We'll see you around. Oh,